0: Hello and welcome to Make It Happen, episode number 14. My name is Ali Meehan and I'm your host for today. And today I'm talking to Andrea Watts. Andrea will be talking about how you can use creativity to unglue you. Hello, Andrea.
1: Hello, Ali. Thanks for having
0: me. You're very welcome. Good to see you here. So tell us a bit about Andrea.
1: Okay, so I would, if I had to describe myself, I guess I'd describe myself as somebody who's deeply spiritual, really connected to nature, um, that's really important to me, I spend quite a lot of time in the woods, I have um, a daughter, I'm married, I live in Hertfordshire, Steven is okay. to be exact. I have my own business, which has been going six years. Well, I'm now actually in my seventh year, which is really quite an important um, number for me. So, yeah, I think they're the key things okay. about me. I love dancing. I'm quite childlike. In fact, I'm very childlike. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: um, but they're so they, the things that I. This really interview is going to be a bit of fun then. <laughs> <laughs> So you mentioned you have a business, tell us how your professional journey started.
1: My journey started, I'd say about between 2011, 2012. The business started in 2012, but the journey started before then. But the catalyst for started on Glue was I was working in a job I worked in, what do you call it, social care. And that had been my career for 15 years. But the last job I was in, I loved it to begin with because of funding cuts. There was, um, you know, when the whole bank thing happened, massive funding cuts in all across the charitable sector. And it meant that work became quite pressured. We lost members of staff. We had to close offices. And it just became quite stressful. And between that and the fact that I knew I wasn't being creative and I'm a very creative person, um, visually creative, I. I wasn't happy and I was going home and I was upset and I knew it was affecting my well-being. It was affecting me personally. It was affecting my relationships. And so I went to see a careers coach and she asked me to um, draw doors opening because I'd done a visualisation with her and I talked about it a lot. So that's what I did. Went home. I drew it and Ali, it just didn't look yeah um, <laughs> I' <don't laughs> like whether art is good or bad, but basically it didn't look like how I felt, so I thought, i know i'll I'll do a collage. It's always been my medium of choice as an as an artist and I drew this I created this collage, and I used the same process that I use now. I mean, I've refined it over the years, but basically, I was working with my unconscious, and I came across this image of a girl under a blanket, and I don't know, I've actually got the collage here, and I don't know if I hold it up. If yes, yep. back to yep. yeah so this was this was it okay and i okay. came across an image here and when i saw that image it was really like because i really felt it i felt hidden i felt unable to express myself I felt restricted that i wanted being true to myself or to my full potential and that really was a real motivator for me because i decided i actually didn't want to do that anymore I wasn't actually prepared to live like that and so um as I kept going through fortunately I then came across this picture this one here the girl okay yeah yeah. and then finally that one and the girl with her hand up was also me so I, I was representing the blanket but it was also me saying do you know what it's time to come out now and then the woman in red when I saw that picture was the absolute opposite of the it was like it was very much that's how i want to live that's how i want to be i want to feel a sense of freedom creativity movement being in the moment and just really enjoying life and expressing myself and so they became my push-pull motivators really i don't want to be under a blanket i want to be dancing around in red um so that's why i started on glue you but it wasn't just because of the difference it, this collage made to me I had in 2009 I think it was 2009 I'd started to support bereaved carers okay. um, through the organization I worked with and it was about mapping their journey through grief so they'd meet um annually the 12-week course I came in and ran one of the sessions and then um, they would ask somebody from that first cohort to come back the next year so like in 2010 and share their story basically to help the other carers see that it gets better the pain lessens and, and you're able to cope more and the first year the person who came back bought their collage and i wasn't there but i was told this and i thought oh that's interesting oh, i wonder where they kept it it's quite big it's like a3 size um okay that, that's fine but then it happened the next year and the following year and nobody was asking them to bring their collages they were literally just bringing them so i thought there's something in this it's yeah. really powerful and then when i made mine i was like yes this i'm i'm gonna give this a go let's, let's see what happens so that's that's how Unglue you was, was born really okay as women. so tell us a
0: bit more about Unglue you what what actually is it and how does it
1: help Okay, so Unglue You is a way of using images and collage to tap the unconscious, and in doing that, we have a wealth of knowledge and information that sits in our unconscious, but we can't really access it very easily. Either our everyday gets in the way, or sometimes people have suppressed it if it's a more painful thing, or actually we forget it, because there's so much information that we take in and process every day, we can't possibly retain it. But our... language of the mind is images and it's very metaphorical and that's what the images are so the images basically use the same language as the language of the mind so that means you can access it more easily and because images and emotions are processed in the same part of the brain when they're stored the all the emotions are stored with it and we'll all know that from um like wedding photos birthday photos when we get them back out we're not like, oh, there's a photo of a man slicing a cake. All the memories and they yeah. come back, don't they? And it's exactly the same for this collage work. So what happens is um, I've developed this three-stage methodology. And the first stage, I call it gathering the images. So people don't choose them per se, but they allow their unconscious to find the images, the images that resonate with them. So I have a wide range of magazines from engineering to film, photography, dance, music, gardening, all kinds, travel. And I say about, you you take the magazine on top, you take that one, you don't look through and think, oh, I really like photography and go for that one. Um, Because you're putting up boundaries when you do that. And it's really about remaining open and curious and just allowing whatever's there to surface. And so that's the first stage you go through. Um, You pick out the images that really resonate with you. You end up with a pile of them. And then I guide people to the next stage, which is creating what I call the visual narrative collage. And this is the part where people get to play because, um, I said, no glue, no glue yet. Just move the images around and then you start to see connections and you start to see relationships. You get an idea of priorities, what's really important to you, either through the amount of images that you choose or maybe the size or where you place it. And this is the part where meaning is created. Right. People, yeah. Some people have described like magic. How did I go from that pile of images there to like, oh, there I am, <laughs> there I am on paper. And it also helps people to see anything that could be blocking them, but also their their values, aspirations, and their purpose-driven motivators. So um, once they've got that part, then we do the storytelling. Now, people can either have a one-to-one consultation or they can come along to a group workshop. And I'm often asked to go along and work with groups. So it might be at a retreat or for a business. But the storytelling part is where you get to say, this is what this image means to me, this is is my story. And that helps people connect with others. It helps really kind of um, solidify what the images are saying. And I will ask certain questions. I use something called clean language, but I've also developed a set of questions myself that helps people just really dig deeper into the images and the metaphors that are there for them. So people leave with more clarity. Self-awareness, focus. They've been creative. Um, there's been research done on my my methodology uh, through City Uni and okay. Kent Uni, wow. and it's I know that was like great, like. Yeah. But what that did was really prove the benefits for one was around self-efficacy, so that belief that you can do something, and the other was around mindfulness and well-being the process is very mindful itself and it engenders a state of flow but also that well-being that which is linked to the self-efficacy that i have choices and i can make decisions and i can take care of myself when i take care of myself i'm more able to achieve my goals and and it's more holistic because people get this real overview of themselves so it's not life's compartmentalized i am a whole person and these are all the elements that make me at this time so, does, does the can you, um do you call it a vision board or do you just call it a collage? I don't call it a vision board because sometimes it's not about goal setting, right? Okay, Very often it isn't about goal setting, that's that's not the, the reason people um come. There'll be good, maybe goals in there, yeah, um, and because I have seen like strategic planning as well with businesses, but. Ali, right? To be honest, I have yet to come up with a name for it. Okay. So right now, I call it okay. the collage. <laughs> okay. It also has its problems because people think of collage as art. Um Yeah. Yep. But I don't. I do want to separate it from vision boards because it, it isn't the same. Okay. Uh, I don't want people to think it is.
0: So, can your your collage can change over time? Do you see? Yeah. When you're when you're working with people on a regular basis so you see them year on year mm. do you see massive changes in you know what they're picking and subconsciously and mm. how it's all fitting
1: together it's one of the things that happens is I say date the back of it that's really important it acts as a baseline and then put it up where you'll see it regularly and that's the similarity to the to the vision board obviously there are similarities um, but what happens is it it keeps working on people internally on a subconscious level. And I have clients who come back and, and we reflect and view, and then I, I can see how I've moved forward. I can see how I've changed. because so a lot of it is actually about that internal process of change that allow, that then allows the external um, things to happen, the, the actions to take place. But yes, I do see a difference. Sometimes there are repeated themes, depending on, on how far people have traveled on their journey. And I do mine regularly. I do mine more than yearly. I do them about four or five times a year, and I've okay. seen real changes in mine. But definitely for my clients too, and they'll they'll come back. And say, okay, I've or I've done that bit. I feel I've changed. I've mastered that, and now let me try something else. Let me move forward.
0: Okay. Yeah. So in your business, um, launching your business, creating your business, did you did you suffer any roadblocks? and did actually creating the collage help with the roadblocks that you came up against?
1: Yes, yes, definitely. I mean, the, there were a couple of roadblocks. One was external and is slightly still, and the other was internal. So the first one is about, helping people to understand how images and collage can be used to help raise self-awareness. So I don't think I mentioned that I did an art therapy foundation course, and that was where I learned about the power of images, um, that it was about the process and not what it looked like. So I had that background and this knowledge and experience. But when you go out to the general public and say, oh, look, you can do this thing and it will help you. Like, really? Most people, <laughs> the first reaction is that seemed a bit childish to me. And the amount of times people have said, Oh, the last time I did that, I was five. And I'm like, Yeah, so it's great, <laughs> get, get to play a game. But I do say it's not childish, but it is childlike because it's that being open to whatever could happen, um, allowing yourself to just try it and see, and also being um, taking the risk. So that, that has been a key role, kind of educating people about the power of, of this approach. Um, and I'm not the only one. There's been quite a lot of research done on collage, not the three-stage process I use, but it's been used for, for change in businesses. It's been used for clinical supervision. It's been used in marketing. And all these people have done some research, but it's all pockets all over the place and still not kind of mainstream well it just isn't mainstream yeah um and I think because of the association with when we're young and doing this at school um but because I said because I did the art therapy and then I did research on Jung and he was very into using images in dreams he talked about images but the principles exactly the same so that has been a bit of a roadblock for me so I educate people by delivering talks. I've done lots of research myself. I mentioned the research by the university students. So all that informs my my talk. And now I also train other coaches and psychologists how to use this um, more creative approach within their, their coaching practice. So yeah, just
0: And would you say through this, you found your own unique mission?
1: I have um i I believe, yes, no fact um, <laughs> it, it my um mission to to bring it i I just touched on it a bit, but to actually bring it to a global audience to help people to understand that it's a really powerful tool it's really easy to access. Um, but it can really help you move forward it can help you become the person you want to be it can help you overcome blocks bring clarity focus build teams i mean it's use is so widespread and that's been one of the problems for me as well in terms of my personal roadblocks was around you know believing in myself building my own confidence i had been working for somebody else and then decided to work for myself and it's a whole different set of um skills and the key one being that self-belief i I, yeah and so learning to trust myself um keeping my faith trusting others but yeah it has been a long journey and at times it's been really difficult but the carding really helped because i was constantly processing constantly being able to see actually look look how much I've changed and I'll just quickly share this one of the things on, on on my original collages and I think quite a few business people women or men would think this was the pressure of time you often see out there oh it'll take you two years to build your business or so, you know six weeks to doing this or it's taken to the idea that it was taken too long and I've got so much to do in so little time so there were these clocks everywhere and there'd be stopwatches and they'd be torn in half and they'd be, Oh, there were clocks everywhere. Um, and then I realized, actually, do you know what it, the time, time not important. Not in that respect. It, it takes as long as it takes. I'm not going to give up. Yeah. Um, I trust that I will have enough each month to pay my bills until such time as the finances follow all the work I'm putting in, um, which is, uh, which has happened now, but it, but it took a while to reach that stage. I think bringing something new to market as well. When I had that extra, um I talked about the education, so I've had that extra to do. Yeah, but but yeah, I I have changed, and I recognise I've changed. I really like that I have changed. I do believe every day I've more become the woman I'm. I was created to be, um, and and I'm more like the lady in red dancing up the steps. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's been a journey. We've actually been talking this week about
0: time and how um, words are actually affirmations. So if you actually keep saying, "I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy," mm. it's actually an affirmation. You just keep reinforcing it all the time. Yes, yes, yeah.
1: And that I've not got enough time. Mm.
0: Who, who would you say, or what would you say, is your
1: inspiration? Yeah. So, um, people wise, to. Two. I mean, I've got more than two, but I'm going to stick with two. Um, my mum, for sure, um, very inspiring. Always encouraged me. Always told me I could be and do whatever I wanted. And Maya Angelou, because she had a very difficult life. I've read all her autobiographies. Okay. A very difficult life, but she still rose. You know, she's got her famous poem "I Rise," and she's very, very inspirational. What she achieved in in her life with. Very difficult circumstances.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have you been reading any books in two thousand eighteen which have made a difference to you?
1: Yes, um I read Art as Therapy. I've got this as well. Good. <laughs> you <want> to show? <laughs> yeah.
0: oh, I love. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Lots <didn't> of notes, <laughs> mean different things. I wouldn't mind, but I didn't
1: colour code it properly. I just stuck oh. them in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was thinking of different colours meant different
1: things. I didn't think of that until I was halfway through and I thought, oh, never mind. (laughs) But yes, I really enjoyed that book. It wasn't what I was expecting. It's really about philosophy and psychology. It's about how art can help you in all areas of your life, from love to money to um, religion to relationships and politics. And just how it can help us to kind of experience those things in a healthier way. Um, yeah, so I really, really enjoyed it. And it made me think about my role as an artist in terms of supporting people with that as well. And there were lots of bits I kind of like highlighted. Oh, yes, I'm glue you and the way I work with images does that. So, yeah, I really, really, I'd, I'd actually really encourage other people to read it as well. It doesn't matter whether you like art or not. This. There's something about I think you can learn, and I will definitely engage with art def- differently, whether it's in galleries or just out and about.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Do you think with these wonderful contraptions um, we are going more towards creativity?
1: I, I don't actually think we are. I was talking to somebody earlier actually, and one of the things I keep people keep saying to me is, "You should put it online. You should make it an online." Um, approach and I haven't done I don't know that I ever will um, not the whole process yeah when I use individual image cards because when I've got less time that's what I do I use individual image cards if I get given an hour and I could see that being something you could do online but there's something really powerful about the tactileness of of this approach in cre- when you're being creative there's something about connecting with other people yeah. and for me create creativity is actually a thought process i learned that when i did my um creativity and leadership module when i did a degree but it's a thought process so we're all creative it's just we express it in different ways whether it's gardening art poetry dance you know ha- however. And I don't think that technology helps with that. I think it can be a tool. I don't think it makes us more creative. In some ways, I think it might actually, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it makes us more creative. No, I, I, no it's the answer. I'm just wondering. Are really you thinking about that because, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm just wondering if people are going more creative and less um, technology. That's what I meant rather than they're using that for their creativity. But maybe they're, you know,
1: finding like the colouring or Oh I see. So because of this, people ah, yes. In that case, yes, I think there is a bit of a backlash to this. We've spent so much time that people are looking um, for other ways to be away from the screen to to express themselves creatively. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Do you
1: have a personal superpower? I do. You know, (laughs) because I said my faith is my superpower. The reason I said that is because my faith powers everything I do. So one of my kind of business superpowers is I'm very tenacious. Once I've said I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And I've actually realized I've always been like that. Even when I was younger, I'm doing it. So um, (laughs) I don't give up. That means I don't give up. Even when it's difficult, even when it takes ages, I keep going. Um, But part of the reason for that is my faith, my belief. We talked about my mission earlier, that this is what I'm called to do. It's my purpose. And so I'm going to fulfill it. That I have everything I already need to be able to do it. I've just got to work it out and and meet the people who who support me in that and who I can support in their journeys. So yeah, my, my faith and my tenacity. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. What do you have planned for this year? Okay. So the key things I really, I didn't want 2019 to close without my book and my book will be, it's not so much a personal book. It's a book about, the collaging, how it works, why it works. So again, that educational piece. So it will sit alongside my training. And then a TEDx talk. Yes. <laughs> Have you got one booked? No, not yet. Today okay. I was speaking to somebody, like I don't know where to start. And they said, this is how you start. So <laughs> today I actually did some research. I'm going to nominate good. myself. Good,
0: good, good, good. That's exciting. Yes. So if people want to connect with you, and also nominate you for a TEDx, how do do we connect with you?
1: Okay, so I have um, an email address, I've got a website, um, which is www.ungluyou.co.uk My email address is andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A, at ungluyou.co.uk Okay, perfect.
0: Well, thank you for your time. It's been really interesting to hear about Unglue You and the collages and how what difference it's making to people's lives. And I look forward to reading the book.
1: Yes. I will. I'm determined, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> i yes. You're gonna do it. <laughs> I you. have to now. <laughs> you do,
0: yeah, you've said it on record. Yes. Thanks, Andrea, and hopefully see you in Spain at some point.
1: Yes, that would be lovely. Thank you, Ali. Bye.